Hey, D. Lenz, what's going on? It's the pizza guy again. And right now, I'm hauling ass to the nearest quick trip to fucking drop a huge-ass load. Because, as, as Lance noted, Pizza Hut Pizza will fucking blow your balls out. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I am one of your hosts, Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. The Wack Man has returned. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance Wackerly in the Sick and Wrong studio. Yep. Back from vacation. What's up there, Wacker? How was Europe? It was very European. Very European. I was wondering if uh, you were just going to be swept away into the Euro culture and then come back a changed man, like a Renaissance man. Oh, like, Renaissance those, people, like those people who go on vacation, they come back and like, I fucking hate America, man. It really opened my eyes to other if cultures. I could get my, if I could get a work visa, I'd be out of here. I'm going to teach ESL. People are just... <laughs> People are just so much more intelligent in other countries. You know, no. only 20% of the population believe in God. Everybody else understands that that's bullshit. Did you know that they've completely yeah. banned all GMOs in France and sunscreen is also illegal? <laughs> you have to use a palm frond. So you don't feel like that? You do not No, like that three sentiment. quarters of the way through basically any vacation anywhere. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I have to get out of here. I mean, at what point did you – so wait, for, for, first of all, let's just kind of go back here. There are some questions that arose uh, from the audience. Um, I had nothing to a do with A kiss from questions. a rose? No, just On questions that, uh, um, that, that came up here. So first of all, people wanted to know, did you elope? Was that the reason you went to Europe? Elope? Yeah, did you elope <laughs> with a lady? What am I in, fucking a Shakespearean play? No, I was talking about how that's what people do. I'm fucking escaping my arranged marriage. What am I, fucking Hindu Indian? No, it's not elope in the literal sense. It's like the figurative sense. Like, we eloped to another country, got married, came back. Uh, Can you ever hear me saying that? Okay, this is what I meant. Like (laughs) I didn't didn't go to to Europe and get married, if that's what you're asking me. That's what people wanted to know. So that did not happen. I don't even understand. I know that we know people have done that. I don't even... I can barely arrange... To, like, buy aspirin when I'm in a foreign country. I'm like, where do I go? Does a drugstore have aspirin or do they sell it in some special store? I don't fucking know. I'm in a foreign country. They don't even speak the language. Like, how the fuck do you arrange in a, a mar- Like, <laughs> where do I get married? I don't know. Who is there a judge? No, is there some find type a of a, a high priest? <laughs> do I have to go to a fucking weird, like, sacrifice? Is that well, how I- they do it here? Do I, do I need to buy livestock? How do you, I don't know how to arrange anything in a different country. You have to pay the dowry. I thought because dowry. you're going to Switzerland, you know, you're going to be on like some Swiss chalet somewhere. You get like the Swedish chef to marry you. I don't know. Swiss miss. The Swiss miss. The Dutch boy comes over. What other things happen? <laughs> so no Swiss sex change. That never occurred in Switzerland? No. Okay. Also, same thing. Medical procedure. Like, I don't... 
I'm I'm deathly afraid of something happening like medically or because I just wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, but the medical system there in Europe is so much better than the United I'm sure. States. I'm sure as an American, I would show up and be like, <laughs> hi, I broke my arm. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here, filthy yeah, American. But don't, do try want- and, don't try and burden our great system that we pay for for our citizens. In America, just to get like a shot of penicillin, it costs $20,000 and a trip to the emergency room. Not in the oh, UK. it's more than 20000 I mean, you, you'll be indentured, servit- indentured servitude for life. Not in Switzerland. Not Anyone in Switzerland. can give you a shot of penicillin. Yeah. And a cup of hot cocoa. You can get a bionic arm <laughs> for like $2. So Okay, so what, what happened here? You went with your lady to Europe. Where did you go in Europe? The you went to Switzerland. Where in Switzerland? Which is the land Zurich? of the Switzers. Uh, yeah, in Lucerne, which is very touristy. Uh, we went up a mountain. What do you do in Switzerland? Like, uh, do you, you go, go skiing? No, not in the summer. You don't go skiing. Oh yeah, I guess it is. You the can go there, skiing. Technically, uh, you know, you go on the lakes. You uh, you eat, you drink in the beer garden. You uh, you eat sausage and fondue. Sounds eat very chocolate coffee. It, it sounds very. It's Caucasian. like uh, all of Europe. I mean, all of Europe is cheese, coffee, sausages, uh, veal products. Uh, what else? Ham we weren't near the ocean, so we didn't do any of the sort of uh, seafood type things. Yeah, but it sounds so. very Caucasian. Like all these activities sound very. Oh are, yeah, are, there's there's are there any little, minorities? There's in very little black people in, <laughs> in all of Europe. I don't what, know if you knew that. What minority? There's, uh, there's Arabs. Okay, so in Switzerland they have uh, Arabic people. Yeah, Arabs are the Mexicans of Europe. Hmm. Because you can't, you don't go to Europe looking for a burrito, but you uh, you go over there and you get like a nice kebab. Do, do they have kebabs in like other countries everywhere. outside the UK? Like everywhere? Oh yeah, yeah, everywhere. I did Except they call. That. Here's the funny thing, though. In Switzerland, they call it a kebab. A kebab. Yeah, so don't be confused. It's just the one letter that's different. It's the same thing, though. I know it's a, it's a language barrier, but because I'm a I'm a European traveler, uh, I've been traveling for many years. I I understand when it says kebab, it really means kebab. So did you learn any Swiss while you were there? Kebab, kebab, that was it. <laughs> uh, I did, but I've forgotten because then I was in Italy and I had to learn all the Italian and all the uh, the Swiss German went out out the window. So how do you point. say how much for one blowjob in uh, Swiss? Mostly, I would do that with hand signals. Oh, okay, <laughs> just one blowjob, not two. Yeah, they understand if you're signaling blowjob that you, you realize you're going to have to pay for it, and they'll just tell you how much. And uh, you just and, and they're on the euro these days in Switzerland, right? Mm-mm. They're not. No way. What do they have? I mean, in haven't you ever heard of the Swiss bank account? <laughs> they're very protective of their banking system with all those Swiss bank accounts. So, what is it? The Swiss franc. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so, uh, how many dollars? Uh, what, what's oh, the exchange uh, rate? It's terrible. Switzerland is very expensive. So, every how much would a beer be in Switzerland? A beer would probably be like seven American dollars. Wow, that's Hollywood prices. It is Hollywood prices, but you don't have to tip, so that's all right then. Yeah, and, it, and that's much. a weird thing. I mean, did you did you know that going in? Like, I'm not going to tip anybody. Yeah, I knew that. So you, you should you, tip, you should you should tip, but you should only like round it up to the next unit. You shouldn't like be doing like twenty percent or whatever. 
And like, if you get like three drinks, just tip them maybe one franc instead of over here. You should do like a dollar per drink, right? Yeah, at least a dollar per drink. Yeah, don't do that over there. They'll get offended. Because then you're like, their lord. They, they think you're trying to be their lord and master or something, which I would just be like, hey, sweet money. Well, you know, I, I, I don't, on principle, I don't tip because, you know, over here, they come to this country, they don't tip us. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Let me just give you a little retribution here. I'm not going to tip you. Yeah. And I'm Jewish. So I'm no like, sweet, uh, I don't have to tip I, and I'm going to get decent what service. What is that like mutually assured destruction or some type of detent? Yeah, but, you know, it's just kind of like. You go over there and be like, I, now I don't even have to tip. So my Jewish sensibility kicks in. It's like I, right. you know, I'm, like I'm high-fiving that, that's myself. On, you're, you're on shaky ground when you're over in Europe flaunting your Jewish behaviors. I hope you know yeah, that, Especially right? the neutral Swiss. They don't have a good history of that sort of thing, reacting to that. A lot of those countries, if you think about it, don't have a good history there. You know, recently, uh, even in, uh, I read in uh, Belgium, they had a uh, like some guy shot like three Jewish people in a museum. It's a lot of anti-Semitism right now in Europe. I think anti-Semitism never. Left I think they're Europe. trying to keep. I think it's blown out of proportion a little bit. I think more people are trying to keep a lid on it than trying to bring it back alive. Getting, yeah. getting the band back together, as they say. I just think there's just a lot of anti-Semitism. There's never, there just always has been in Europe. They just never like Jews over there. Well. <laughs> I knew you're, you're an right. anti-Semite. No, no, I'm saying, well, you're right. What, what can I, you know, I'm not here to defend the Europeans and say they're they're not anti-Semites. So you went from a neutral country to a to a formerly fascist nation. The Axis. Yeah, Italy. there's not a lot of pictures of uh, Il Duce <coughs> hanging around, but maybe I just wasn't looking in the right spots. I did go into a poster shop that had some uh, quite racist posters from. <laughs> You know, the World War II era. Or did they just have Jews, like uh, caricatures of Jews? Not at all. I think they know well enough not to do that. But you know what they had was they had, they'd have a big poster of sort of a cartoon of like a uh, sort of a Venus de Milo type statue with like a price tag on it. It's a cartoon, remember? And the price tag says like $1. And then there's this big American soldier uniform but the guy wearing the uniform, who would be the American soldier, is sort of like an ape-looking black-type character who's, you know, looting the country of all the precious artifacts for a very cheap price in his American soldier outfit. I have seen that. That's a famous poster. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've seen that one. He's like, a, I, Should I have not gone on, a, like, a big tirade calling the shop owner, like, a dirty racist you're a racist sir remove that poster from the vicinity did you do something like that no <laughs> i try and keep a low profile when i'm traveling the rabbi um i knew what would set the rabbi off like yeah. usually it was like if uh because you know my, my father was very pro-israel so if there's any kind of palestinian or anti-jewish or anti-israeli um you know posters or propaganda around my father would just lose it so if i mm -hmm. saw it i would make sure to point it out because i knew my dad would get really upset um, because so, the scene yeah sometimes he would go up and just be like excuse me excuse me why do you have that on the wall do you really because think i want it there well he, he was the fuck like, are you do you really think israel will fall in 336 days 
Like you'd get really mad, and then they'd be arguing What's back that and forth. What's three hundred thirty-six days of? I don't know. We we were in some uh, when I was a kid. I remember like we were in some Arab market or something in South Africa, and there was like a. I think my brother's buying a bar mitzvah suit, and there was a post or a calendar, and it was like three hundred thirty-six days till the fall of Israel. I don't know why oh, okay. they had that on there. And so I was, I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna really piss my dad off. And so I went over and I was like, hey dad, look at this. And my dad like walks over, he picks up his glasses to read it, and then just like turned around and was like, "Excuse me," and just got really mad. Then, then the guy got into an argument with them, and they were just yelling back and forth at each other. It was a, it was a horrible scene. What did Jeff end up wearing? Well, he did not buy his bar mitzvah suit from that purveyor of suits. Found a different one. Yeah, we had to go to a different place because hmm. they kicked us out of the store, and they yeah. were shouting in, the, in you know, even outside. Yeah. A common area, yeah. My my father was really upset, and plus, my father was like, "I'll never do business with you," and he was just yelling at him. He was, he was all as if up. he was going to be let back in. <laughs> it was like it was his choice. So, was it a scene like that, though, or did you just snicker and take an Instagram photo? No, I just snickered and pointed it out. Like, wow, look at that crazy racist poster. Not to the shop owner, but to the, my traveling companions at the time. So, what's your sentiment here on the Italians? Eh. I mean, is it, is it kind of like, can you tell why? My impression of Italians is that I, I have two, you know, I don't want to generalize. It takes all kinds. But uh, if I did have to generalize about Italians, uh, I'd be generalizing about the more southern Italians. Even the most south I got was Rome. But as you get more southern, they become more like this. Uh, they all have their cell phone ringer on full blast, full volume. They're not a big fan of uh, the vibration function. Uh, and it's always like some kind of a song or something, something very irritating. Is it like a techno song or is it like the oh, whatever. Know, national Depends anthem Depends you know, if it's a if it's a middle-aged lady, it may be something by Yanni. If it's a young kid, it might be a techno song or something hip-hop-y. If it's a, some kind of a nerd, uh, I don't know. So this practice is to... done by all Italians of all ages. Well, like I said, if I had to generalize, okay. if you wanted me to paint a general picture. Okay. Uh, and they also let it ring multiple times before they pick it up. Even if you're, say, in a crowded elevator or on a crowded train or in a crowded restaurant. And sometimes there's multiple people's cell phones going off, ringing, while they're just talking about something. And they let it ring at full volume. Uh, that is obnoxious. So that's great. It's and obnoxious. then the other thing is that if you're ever in line in you know central to southern Italy – waiting patiently to get a scone or cappuccino or to, uh, you know, purchase your ticket to enter the Coliseum. Um, some Italian will sort of get behind you in line and then without saying anything or making eye contact or acknowledging you at all, they will slowly try and just sort of like, like, like orbit, like come from behind where you're, they're clearly came up behind you and stood behind you in line. Mm -hmm. And they're slowly trying to just like migrate to where like like inch by inch till like they're kind of in front of you in line. So they and then I guess now you're just in front of you and just kind of take not your, really slip because slip implies <laughs> slip implies that like they like while you're looking over at a bird or something, then then you look back and they're in front of you and you're like, oh, maybe I was behind them. No, they just kind of like they're just trying to do it and hope that you won't say anything. So they force you out of the way. And well, they try to. And, so and then you, you say this, something? This causes you to perform a uh, – they're flanking you, and then you need to do a counter-flanking maneuver. 
until everybody's just kind of like wedged up at the top, the front of the counter behind the person who's selling the tickets. Okay. Maybe this is a cultural thing that you didn't pick up on. Like, because they think like, oh, Americans are polite, you know, they're just going to step aside. But maybe like if you're an Italian or if you're like from New York or something and you're of Italian descent, you'd be like, hey, yo, what are you doing? Is that, is that what you're supposed to do? Well, I didn't see anybody doing that. I mean, if if they did it to an, another Italian I think it's person. A, I think it's a dance. It's a it's a delicate, cultural Italian dance, like you said. So where you kind of slip your shoulder in front oh, of the Oh, so that shit's person. not happening on my watch. Okay, so you didn't one let time, anybody cut the line. No, one time a person tried to cut from behind us up in front. Like, they tried to do a double jump, like a Luigi. You know how Luigi can jump and then he can jump in the air when you're playing Super oh, Mario? yeah, yeah, where you press the button when he's at you like, jump the in top the of his jump. Yeah. This lady tried to... She tried to cut in front of us and the people in front of us. And the people in front of us, we were in Milan, they... uh spoke italian so i just thought i would defer to them to fucking give this lady what for and did they but say they anything no they didn't they didn't even be so like, we, hey, so we were forced to to wedge forward and try and try and like push them forward as the head at the tip of the spear and uh the lady finally got the got the yeah, the concept that we weren't we weren't gonna homie wasn't gonna play that in the words of uh homie did you use your own body to outflank the Italians, or did you use your girlfriend as like a like a like a device? Like a I mean, I use all 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 the materials I have at hand: bags, girlfriend. <laughs> your girlfriend is kind of like a shield that you use to block the person. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what side they're coming from. <laughs> it's war. I mean, we're all soldiers. So you're in but, Milan. Were there beautiful women everywhere you looked? Eh. Isn't that like the fashion, you know, fashion apex of it, of Europe? Yeah, I mean, we're just walking around though. It wasn't like we like wandered into some fucking runway show. <laughs> I mean, like we were walking around and was like, "Oh, there goes a garbage truck." But on the whole, who had which which country had more attractive women? I've never been to Switzerland. I've never been to Italy, Italy or Switzerland. <sighs> the thing is, we're we're in places with a lot of tourists. So who's to say? I oh, see. So just saying tourists. Mostly tourists. I, I, you know, I, I honestly didn't get a sense of like, you know, I, if I had to talk about everywhere where I'd, I've been over there, honestly, London. Really? Now that's yeah, kind that of might not, that might not jive, and I'm not just pandering to our UK fans, but uh, well, honestly, London had a lot of attractive people. Now that makes sense. London's like a you know, big city, city, expensive. But if you went uh, further, if up you want to find attractive people, you got to go to an expensive city because. The ugly, poor people can't afford to be there. It's kind of like, I don't know if you ever noticed this, or if you ever, if you ever flown out of San Jose Airport as opposed to San Francisco or Oakland Airport. Yeah, I have, actually. San Jose Airport has the most beautiful people because it's all those Silicon Valley rich families fly out of San Jose and all these, like, MILFs, and then they're, like, 18-year-old daughters. They're just gorgeous. It's because they all work for, you know, uh, in, the, in the IT world. Yeah, in Silicon Valley... And their husbands, or maybe even the wives themselves, you know, they make like, you know, $400,000 a year and they have great spa treatments and clothes and plastic surgery and workout plans. Uh, and the ugly people can't afford to fly out of that airport. The peasants. So I, I can understand that. So when you're in, you know, when you're outside of these cities, you're in like, right. you know, where the peasants live. These people don't right. care about fashion. They're, they're, they're just trying to survive. 
So did did you have at any point a full nervous breakdown due to lack of bourbon? Because they don't have bourbon. They don't have American whiskey there. They have uh, Jim Beam. But, you know, that they don't – drinking isn't uh, – in Switzerland and Italy, it's not like a big – you drink wine with dinner. They like a lot of wine and maybe you have a full bottle of wine. But they don't really do the whole go out to the bar and get super fucked up thing. So you're saying that there are big drinking any alcoholics culture. in Italy? I'm sure there are, but I think people. I think alcoholics tend to stay home. Hmm. And they just drink at home. So wait, you you don't are, you don't see you don't see people drunk out very often. Yeah. Well, what, what do they do? Aren't there bars or there clubs? I, you know, I don't go into clubs. <laughs> I don't go to clubs here and I'm not going to clubs there. There's cafes where you like you go, you sit down. Everywhere has alcohol. It's like everything they say, right? It's like, oh, you know, in America you make such a big deal out of drinking and that's why people have have a problem once they do be turn 21 and then they just binge out where it's the same thing there. It's like no, like every little corner cafe or bodega you can get you know, uh, an aperitivo or a glass of wine or a beer and sit out in the front of the place and drink it. Peroni. Is that Peroni, what they exactly. Yeah. Or Eikhoff is like the beer in Switzerland or, uh, you know, they have Heineken everywhere. Uh, but because it's everywhere, you don't feel the need to go into a dirty, dark bar and pound a bunch of Jameson and Bud Lights. You know what it is? They don't shame drink. Right in uh, these, which countries. is my—that's my thing. Yeah, Shame no, it's, that's, that's like you. the end of the week where you're like, ah, oh, I've been at work all week. I want to just go into a dark hole and it's your identity. Have like fourteen beers, and then just like slink home and a bunch and, of and, and a bunch of bullets. Yeah, and then uh, you can just kind of forget about your existence and your daily right. life. Yeah, they don't do that there. Huh. They just remain happy throughout the week, I guess, and then that's it. Hmm. Maybe we can learn this from them. And, and to answer your point about, you know, going into seizures, I didn't, you know, I don't go to Europe and spend a bunch of money and then try and like replicate my lifestyle gear over there. So you were trying to be, you're trying to be healthy, like be a, a, uh, well, no, I was eating fuck tons of pizza and pasta. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're on thing. I guess the wine way. helps. The wine is healthy. So drinking a lot of that. Yeah. And walking everywhere. Yeah. Maybe I was healthy. Yeah, it's not, it sounds like uh, you're kind of turning over a new leaf. You were uh, no, no, it was just vacation. Now I'm t- totally back to the same thing. Now I'm back home. Back home, drinking, drinking vodka. excessively. Oh, good. All right. Well, it's, it's good to have uh, the, the old Wackerly back on the show. Um, I will had- say one thing though. We went to this. This is one thing that did remind me of home. We uh, we went to the Coliseum. Like I said about the line, you know, waiting in line, having the the normal the old Italian cutoff. And uh, so we're walking around the Coliseum, and you're just looking at this thing, and it's fucking ancient. I don't know, D, if you know that, but it's fucking old. It's like yeah, been there for Roman a long time. times, but it's huge, and it looks just like a fucking stadium. You're like, yeah, this looks just like a football well, stadium. Aren't we trying to emulate that with our uh, Coliseums here, like the Oakland Coliseum? Well, yeah, the one in Oakland's called the Coliseum, for God's sake. No, it's it's a total shithole. <laughs> I don't think it'll be here in like. <laughs> You know, 3,000 years or whatever. But uh, maybe it will. It's made of concrete. I don't think people... Let me say this. I don't think in 3,000 years people will be touring it. It'll be demolished by human hands. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think Oakland's as much of a tourist destination as Rome. Well, but, Rome um, was probably a shithole back in the day, too. But the, but the thing was, it really was like a football game because there's so many people selling. There's, like, pizza carts and, uh, you know, people selling, like, Chinese-made garbage sunglasses and tchotchkes. And then there's, like, dudes dressed up as Roman gladiators. But you're, you're sure that they're not, like, sanctioned by the Rome roma historical society that like actually maintains the coliseum they're just like buskers you know you have to pay them to take your photo yeah i mean they, they, that's they, that's how they uh, eke out their existence there they make what what like uh 30 euros a day selling you a bunch of crap maybe more there's so many tourists there but it really did remind me of like a college football game because that's exactly what happens at say you know like an ann arbor uh, yeah, well, where they're selling like food and crap and like yeah, exactly. tchotchkes, pizza, exact same things. foods, exact same tchotchkes. You know, they, they, they wouldn't sell at a football game, a college football game. They'd try to be selling you those like pads that you're like, oh, the bleaches are hard. Put this under your ass because there's not actually a sport going on. There's not that, but there's other. You know, here the sun is bright. Put this fucking shitty Chinese made hat on your head, and the tourists are eating it up. And I'm just thinking like. Do they really think this stuff's made in Rome? Because <laughs> it's like you can see the box that the person has all his goods set up on says like, you know, shipped from China right on it. Yeah, I've never understood anybody that wants you know, girls always want to buy that stuff. It's like a, it's just a souvenir, a memento of this uh, of, of, your, of your trip. I'm sure your girlfriend probably bought a bunch of crap like tourist crap. <laughs> Yeah, the the girls they don't they're not buying it for themselves. They like to give things to people. So yeah, you bring it back. Well, speaking right. speaking of Rome and uh, Colosseums, did you did you read about uh, Super Bowl L? Yeah, actually, I can't wait for Super Bowl L. It's actually not well, it's going be my to be year. Super Bowl L. It's going to be Man. Super Bowl Fifty, and it's going to be played in San Francisco. I fucking well, heard about that too. To tell you the truth, <laughs> that was going to be that was going to be my year. Why Super Oh Super Bowl? Uh, you know about my Super Bowl party failures. You you revel in them, right? Yeah, I was waiting to bring that up for the following. And year. this past year, everybody got the fucking plague, the ass plague. That was at the last Super Bowl party. Yeah, right. But I thought that Super Bowl L was going to be auspicious. And hmm. also, speaking of Roman things, like you know, it was going to be like the entrails and the the what do they call it? <laughs> The oracle, the the What's signs. That? Oh, the the oracle actually predicted that this will be um, the the year of Wackerly's uh, best Super Bowl yeah. party of all time because it's called Super, Super Bowl, Bowl L. L. <laughs> but now well, it's, it's not, not even fucking called, called Super Bowl L. It's not called Super Bowl L. So it's a it's the it's a revert. It's a dark omen. I should definitely not have a party because they're even saying like, do not make this your Super Bowl. It's not even L. It's 50. Yeah, they're calling it Super Bowl 50, and it's all because of a marketing thing. I think the reason being is because most Americans, they don't know Roman numerals. No, that's not it. Somebody on my Twitter page was trying to say that, that it was like because of stupidity. No, but most most Americans don't know all of the Roman numerals. I mean, how many people even know all the way up to L? I mean, if you didn't know that last year's was 48 or whatever, and you just looked at the MM, well, I guess it was XL, right? Well, you could figure it out. Wasn't it, uh, I think it was XL. Yeah, it's 48 that last one, year. That was an easy one. But like, think about one, the one that was like six years ago when it was like XI, XXII, 
XL or something. You know, whatever. Like, I couldn't figure that shit out. Yeah, okay, but listen to this. Jamie Weston, the league's vice president of brand and creative, said they changed it because the L just isn't pleasing to the eye. What do you think of that? The I first initial true. of your name, the first letter of your wow. name, it's not pleasing. Look, it's not all about me. But if you think about it, it's Super Bowl, S-U-P-E-R-B-O-L-W-L-L. It looks weird. It looks like they just spell bowl wrong with two Super L's. Super Bowl. L, and then what if you just put an E in between the last L of ball and L? I mean, it's just just make the L larger. It's like why they changed the name of the famous video game Puckman to Pac-Man. Was it Puckman initially? Yeah, I never knew this. It was not Puckman. Puckman. It was Puck like P-U-C-K man, or P-U-K. But they changed it because it would be too easy for teens to vandalize the arcade game cabinet to make it say fuck man. Oh, and they changed it. So it was P-U-C-K man, and then they changed it so it wouldn't be fuck man. I've never heard so. this. Yeah, look it up. Hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. but I, I think it it's... might be apocryphal. Well, they're saying here that uh, they're just taking a one year break and then they'll go back to it. Which is just adding insult to injury to me. Well, if yeah. you think about it. I know. It's just the one year. They're just skipping my year. Where it could be Super Bowl L, Super Bowl Lance, and they're, they're skipping. And it's in San Francisco. That's and like I know a guy, I knew a guy from China. He was a good friend of mine in grad school named Lee. And that's going to be his year. Super yeah. Bowl Lee. Super he gets Bowl he gets his fucking year. And it's his full name, for God's sakes. Super Bowl Lee. He can be like, oh, it's my year. <laughs> He's I, my Super Bowl. He can have a great party and be like, it's Super Bowl Lee. Actually, I need to rescind my last comment here. It's not in San Francisco. It's in San Jose. Isn't that where the new stadium is? Oh, are we going to get into this now? No, I'm I was just going to say. This is my topic. Levi Stadium is where the game's going to take place on February 7th, 2016. It's a couple of years Levi's, a great San Francisco company. Their headquarters is in San Francisco. They've sponsored the stadium. It is called Levi's Stadium, at least until somebody else buys the naming rights from them. But the fucking sta- the stadium's in Santa Clara, which okay, in Santa Clara, yeah. So South Bay, which okay, Santa Clara is a small town. It's got a population of what, a couple hundred thousand. San Francisco has a population of like seven hundred fifty thousand on a good day, maybe. I mean, it's becoming so expensive, nobody can fucking live there, right? Yeah, that's why they're uh, moving south. And and the 49ers have been, have been had their stadium in down in Hunters Point for many, 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 many years, right? And they wanted a new stadium. Well, Candlestick Park. You know, right. They, they, Joe Montana played that. It hasn't been called that for a long time. Though. Yeah, but all the great players. It was there. Monster, and then it was 3Com, but it's yeah, the same it place. It was, it was in San Francisco. They want a new stadium. But... We all know the smug fart huffers that live in San Francisco. Oh, there's a lot of diehard fans, but there's a lot of people who are like, no way will we spend one penny of public money on a stadium. So they went elsewhere. And so then they moved south. I thought it was because they were being offered all this money by uh, Silicon Valley to bring the uh, stadium down there. Yeah. It's like half, I think half of it, what's it called? What's it, it's Levi Stadium. I thought half of it, like Google owns half of the uh, uh, the box seats. Probably. Just, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's where, and no, one can, no one's going to be able to afford to attend any of those games. It's well, they also, they've expensive. also uh, 
they've outlawed tailgating. <laughs> oh, so there's no tailgating either. You're not allowed to like drink a beer. You're not allowed to have a radio on, and you're not allowed to even throw a football in That's, the parking lot. You know what? Seriously, boycott that stadium. Don't even go to Super Bowl Fifty. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna go to Super Bowl. They're all gonna boycott it. <laughs> well, anyway, Wackerly, it's good to have you back. It's good to be doing a regular, normal, old-fashioned, sick and wrong show. No guests. No shenanigans. Nothing out of the ordinary. No surprises. Old fashioned. That's Old what the, that's fashioned. What our demo no, I'm just loves. okay. Back to the basics. <laughs> Hipsters and teenagers. Oh, I love it when they say it's going to be. Old I'm just fashioned. saying back to the basics. What we know best. Two stories. Yeah, that that's Marvels what I'm talking James. about. No the surprises here. Podcast. You know, this is going to be a regular <laughs> sick and wrong show. Before we get to that, wait, real, real quick. So you're gone for two weeks, right? How much, on a scale of one to ten, did you miss the podcast? I didn't even think about it. Not even at all? Like, no. You didn't even cross your mind? No. Even that big monologue about going to Europe, I just came up with out the seat of my pants. So you didn't even think about the, the podcast until I texted you today, and you're like, oh, fuck. Got to do that again. Yesterday. Okay, yeah, yes. Maybe two days ago. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'd rather do it on Thursday than the weekend. Well, it's good to have you back. People, this is uh, episode 435 here of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send your stories, sickandwrongpodcast.com, submit them via Facebook or the Twitters. And if we give you credit, we actually say your name. We'll uh, send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, we got some good ones this week. It's been a lot of stuff happening in the news. Uh, before we get to the first story, here's a word from our sponsor. Adam and Eve. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So the first story uh, came in from Brett. Brett writes, is the internet making children more retarded? Stay classy. Definitely. I would say that's a sure thing. Uh, two preteen girls charges adults in stabbing of a 12-year-old 19 times in a planned murder plot. That seems like a new idea. <laughs> well, it's happened many times before here on the show. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's the reason these kids murdered or attempted to murder this kid, this child, their friend. That is what makes this story interesting. Um, uh, Jill, uh, a boy, like... I don't know that one of the girls, the stabbers liked was flirting with the stabby. That's a, that's a typical reason. That's logical. You'd think that makes sense. You'd think that is a motivation to stab your friend. A the girl who lover. got stabbed said that one of these girls was fat or ugly or that their mother was fat. An insult. Yeah. An insult. An insult. You know, you're insulting reason. this kid's reputation, their character, their image. There's another reason to stab somebody. This does not seem like a reason to actually stab your friend. However, this is what they did. These girls, both age 12, have been charged, they've been charged as adults after allegedly luring a friend 
into a rural park and savagely stabbing her to please a mythological creature named Slender Man, which they read about online. <laughs> He's a meme. He's kind of a meme. Do memes have to be funny? Because usually when you th- people think of memes, they think of like Grumpy Cat or... Uh... Or chocolate, memes? chocolate rain. No, I mean, there's memes are funny, but they're, but it's, chocolate, it's, is chocolate rain a meme? Yeah, is it's, that a viral it's, video. But that, but that becomes a meme when they when they make it funny or they attach a face to something, and then the knowledge is passed on to everybody else. When we, do, we need viral. we need like we need a 13 year old sick and wrong correspondent who does know a, who, who does live in this milieu, and he could be like. No, that's not a meme. That's this. That is a meme. That's, that's not a viral video, meme. not a meme. Yeah, because he, he would listen to us talking about this, and he would feel like when we think about our parents doing stuff on the computer, like, oh, no, just shut up about it. You don't even know the terms to use. I think this would be a meme because its information has been passed on. It's, it's Slenderman, essentially internet folklore. I mean, it's a story that I... And it's like a common consciousness. Like, nobody owns it. Like, everybody just uses well, there's the a creator to make their own little things. There's a guy, uh, I think he was a member of, like, Something Awful. Um, Eric Newton, I think his name is. He's mm-hmm. the one who actually came up with the, the, the idea of Slender Man. And but then the, con- I- the content of the mythos, like, way more of it is being created by other people than just him. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happens with the meme, right? I think, yeah, and that's the thing. They're just, they, they build upon it, and then it becomes, it, it takes a life of its own. Got it. And so what happened here, uh, these two girls um, became obsessed with this mythological creature, Slenderman. It's mean. Right. So um, they, like, made T-shirts or wrote, like, fan fiction. No, they just murdered somebody. <laughs> I think they they must have read one of these these stories that was inspired by the Slenderman myth that said that if you murdered somebody, you could be you could please Slenderman and become uh-huh. one of his proxies. And, and then so, what? yeah, and well, then you be, be be become accepted and uh, blessed by Slenderman. And... Um. That well, is it? A, is it all that different than uh, you know a priest telling you, "Well, if you if you do good deeds, then you'll be blessed by Jesus and you'll go to heaven." Oh, okay. So they wanted to go to Slenderman Heaven. That I get. Slenderman. Well, Slenderman's house in this park. It's he is like a creepy mansion he lives in. Hmm, that sounds fun. So what happened? These two girls are uh, charged with first degree attempted homicide. They face up to sixty years in prison if convicted. Um, according to a criminal complaint, one of the girls told the detective they were trying to become proxies. Of this uh, mythological demon-like character called Slenderman. Were these girls slender? <laughs> neither one. Why do is I actually suspect slender. not? No, neither one is slender, and they both are kind of pasty. They, you know, yeah. they, they look like to me. They look like young lesbians. Like they're eventually going to become large, you know, lesbians. Like kind of like the Indigo Girls. Yeah, like I think Maybe they should have picked up a guitar, girls. take some voice lessons, try to harmonize. Um, they learned about this uh, Slender Man on a website called creepypasta.wikia.com. It's a website about horror stories. Were you familiar with Slender Man prior to the story? Yes. Did you play the video games? Did you read no, I know the of the fiction? video games. I know of the video games, but that kind of shit does not interest me. But where, where did you hear about it? Did you just see it, uh, articles being posted about it online? You don't go to Creepypasta, yeah, do you? You, know, you remember when, like, uh, what was that website called? Encyclopedia Dramatica. 
Like I, I found the great amusement in just perusing that and finding out about weird flame wars that happened in the past and usually like written in a funny manner. It doesn't exist anymore, right? No, you know, it's called Uncyclopedia now. I was trying oh. to find it the other day. But, uh, that, you know, that's where I found out about, uh, like, Goatsy and Tub Girl and all that. Yeah. It was uh, from Encyclopedia Germanica. Well, like, whenever I would be con- whenever something would be referenced in a forum or, or in some internet article where I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't you, even, you and, like, I felt it, like I was yeah. supposed to know about it, but I didn't. Then I would go there and find out all the dirt. And Urban Dictionary has kind of replaced that somewhat. Yeah. But at okay. least uh, the thing is, though, in, the Encyclopedia Germanica, you know, was wry and sarcastic and right you know um, it didn't take it didn't take itself too seriously so i think at some point somebody online snarky and something i was reading said something about slender man and i was like i don't know what the fuck that is and so i looked it up and that was a while ago and then they made these video games which obviously i pay attention to but i didn't play it well uh slender man murder anybody though <laughs> one girl told a detective that she sees slender man in her dreams she said he watches her he can read her mind and teleport does he fuck her with his slender dick? <laughs> well, he has uh, tentacles. He oh. appears as a wiry, suited, spider-like man with tentacles. And he uh, preys on kids while residing in the woods and forests um, that generally tend to be suburban. So it sounds to me like he's a sex offender. I was going to say, is he like a band teacher at the junior high? <laughs> Because I knew some guys like that in high school. I think he's just a pedophile with tentacles that hangs out in the woods. Right. Yeah, you, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't want my kids thinking about this guy or hanging out with him. That's why you can't let your kids see the internet till they're like 23. Just never let them, just never let them go on a computer. Nope. Homeschool Home them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they planned this to murder this girl since uh, December. Uh, apparently they invite the girl over for sleepover, but they failed to kill her that night because one girl um, ended up backing she out. out. Yeah. She lost her will. Uh, the next morning, they lured her to a park where they're playing a game of hide-and-go-seek. Apparently, I guess they, put her, they got her to go in a bathroom. One of them was going to stab the other girl, and the girl told her friend. She was like, just go crazy, go ballistic, and just start stabbing. The girl started uh, freaking out once again and uh, lost her will, so they didn't do it. And then finally, uh, one of the girls held the victim down while the other one stabbed her 19 times. Huh. In the arms, legs, in the arms, legs, and torso. So there was one assailant, and then the other is kind of the mastermind, the Charles Manson of the situation. After the murder, the girls planned to run away to a demon's forest mansion, to Slenderman's forest mansion in uh, in the Nicolette National Forest. After the slaying, um, it, what happened? Then, well, that's the thing; it didn't exactly work that way. Apparently, the girl did not die. Uh, she screamed. She screamed that she hated them. And uh, I hate you. I wish I, if I were to ever get stabbed, I would like to have the, uh, you know, the presence of mind to say, I hate you. Well, I mean, you got to think this would adversely affect the friendship. I mean, you, your two friends that you hang out with um, brought you out. Right, to but park. I would just be like crying for mommy and like <laughs> just screaming in pain. I wouldn't be like, I don't appreciate this. And I think you're bad people. This girl, I'm, I'm sure there were some curse words being uttered, but she, uh, yeah, she, she um, screamed that she hated them mm. and uh, started stumbling away. And uh, apparently the girls were like, okay, well, we're done doing the stabbing thing now. We're just going to let her go. 
Uh-huh. And they took off into the forest to go find uh, Slenderman's mansion. But if you think about it, Slenderman's not going to be impressed with them because he's like, you didn't kill her. Right. And she's still well, alive. Maybe, but maybe, I mean, just agony. Maybe he, Slenderman's more into the, like, prolonged pain and, uh, you know, shitting into a bag for the rest of your life, that type of thing. Well, I mean, that would be Who true. Who are you torture. to say what Slenderman likes? Yeah, I mean, I thought he was just a pedophile with tentacles that hangs out in the woods. <laughs> Right. I still think he is. You would have um, been like, you're supposed to bring her to me so I could, you know, rape her young underage poker flesh. orifices. Right. Uh, the victim was found by a bicyclist after crawling out of the woods, and she was rushed into surgery. <laughs> she remains in stable condition. Um, a bicyclist. Yeah, he was driving by. <laughs> and, you know, they released a 911 call of him being like, uh, there's a girl here that's been stabbed. Um uh, I'm on my uh, Tuesday ride, though, and I've still got a couple miles to go. So I'm just going to give you the GPS coordinates, and uh, you guys come pick her up, and I'm just going to get on my way, okay? <laughs> I imagine, uh, like, a big flag on his bike and his, like, huge foam helmet. I wonder if he uh, just, like, you know, just put her on the handlebars and just took off to the hospital. Well, then they would think he was a pedophile. Yeah. Um, he's lucky, uh, you know, she, she's lucky that that's, that wasn't Slenderman. Because <laughs> he was probably Slender wearing Man spandex. Slenderman is a fan of cycling. Even the name sounds pedophilic. Slenderman. I'm a Slenderman. And he's just going to come and uh, just boof you. I don't like these full-figured adult ladies of my own age. Because I'm just slender. I like well, slender children. I mean, it just sounds like something that's going to boof you. Like, I, yeah. I just would not, I'm not into it. Even as a kid, right. I'd be like, really slender? A skinny guy wears a hat, a bunch of tentacles. <laughs> if I was going to get boofed, I'd rather have it be slender man than, like, huge girthy man. Well, I mean, if you think about, like, you know, a mythos, folk tales, think of something like Candyman. Remember Candyman? Yeah. Now, I'd be scared of Candyman. Like, that is something I'd be like, I yeah, was you scared know what? Of he, he scared the shit out of me. And there was that First urban of all, he's myth. Black. Well, there was the urban. Yeah. He's full of bees. And he had like a hook for a hand. He's full he of has bees. He a hook for a hand, which is pretty cool, but scary. He hangs out in like the tenement housing, Cabrini Green. Right. Yeah, no, he, he's a scary he, man. He was invented by a kind of a creepy gay perv. Oh, yeah, Clive Barker. That right, right there, but but that that's the thing. That back in our day, that was the creation of an urban legend. You, know, you say Candyman in the mirror five times, right? That's kind of amalgamation of a lot of campfire myths. But that's scary to me. This like you know, that whimsical feminine character <laughs> that's slender <laughs> that hangs out in the forest with his tentacles. That doesn't it's scare me. That doesn't scare me. I'd be like, really. Okay, Have you so, watched the videos? You know, I haven't watched the videos. What's it? Marp something marbles? Maybe, okay, maybe I'll check out the videos and see if it actually bothers Oh, not me. if you want to sleep tonight. <laughs> Is it that Do scary? It I, I, haven't, I haven't watched them. Are you kidding me? I would I just think he was going to touch my genitals while I'm sleeping or something. That's scary. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, the guy's slender and skinny. I'd just kick yeah, him. But his fingers are like black, inky eels. He doesn't have a goddamn hook for a hand. He's not covered in bees. I'm not that scared. <laughs> He's not black. He's not a black guy. I'm only scared of black. He's not a black guy with a hook for a hand covered in bees. <laughs> now, that would scare the shit out of me. 
Right. I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, don't hook me. I'll go murder someone. Fine. Here, here's but this the guy's like, Prius. go murder your friend slender with my slender fingers. That uh, doesn't bother me that much. I wouldn't be uh, okay. You know, this, we should go murder our friend. All right, dude. I'll I'll get to it sometime. Just. Just can you come back like in a couple of weeks? Quit lisping near me and slinking <laughs> and then, around. And then in the in the uh, inter intervening time for two weeks, you'd like put up all the kind of like Home Alone style traps to trap Slenderman. Yeah, and you like to hit Slenderman in the face with a can of paint when he comes in the door. Would it have been better if, uh, or just at least more impressive to me, I guess, if they would have sacrificed this girl to a better meme, like the double rainbow guy? <laughs> I think you could, I, th- I really think you're confusing viral videos with memes. Okay, well, whatever. I've, I'm, I'm tr- okay. The what was another meme? The are your base belong to us? Remember that one? Sure, that's a meme. All right. Or like, uh, you know, uh, you, fuck, you, I don't know. What about my little like a brony? You know, bronies, I guess, are, are viral. They're not memes. That's more of an internet subculture. I'm thinking about like the guy with the uh, the hat who's always a dick. What's his name? The know. guy with the hat that's always a dick? You know, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Grumpy Cat. Is that a meme? Yeah, why didn't they sacrifice the girl to Grumpy Cat? Then do you think people would be... And if, like, Grumpy Cat just, you know, sparked, inspired all this fan fiction that just was really dark and disturbing, and they're like, yeah, we need to murder this, this kid to this retarded cat that has He's a disgruntled retarded. expression. He's deformed. He's deformed. Whatever. Same thing. If Grumpy Cat told me to murder the girl, I would have done it. I just don't want to touch I'm it. I'm pretty much not murdering anybody. Unless Obama, unless my president tells me to murder somebody, then it's a righteous cause. Well, that's a black guy. Just let you know. Half black. Okay. Anyway, uh, so the, the girls are being charged with murder. Uh, the one girl is improving, so... Uh, Apparently, Slender Man did not get. Wait his a minute! Sacrifice. Did the girl die or not? No, did the she's improving. Save her? Yeah, she was. Oh. She's in stable condition. She was so they can't be charged with times. murder, attempted murder. Well, she was a within a millimeter of. Uh, they they missed that one stab wound missed a major artery near her heart by a millimeter. So she almost you still died. Can't, you can't be charged with murder if that person hasn't been murdered. She's charged. With, they're charged with first degree attempted homicide. Attempted murder. Yeah, so attempted okay. homicide. But they both <laughs> face sixty years in prison. They'll never live down doing this for some stupid internet meme bullshit, though. No. I mean, this is uh, like, Is it that hard to say you did it for Satan? Yeah. Why not? Just be like, we did it for Slender Man, who we believe is a manifestation of Satan. Yeah. Now you got some cred in prison. Or, you know, or, or just or any demon. You know, they could say any demonic creature. But instead, they're just like, no, he's this internet viral meme. See, you, you do realize I'm a monotheist when it become when it comes to the underworld. Okay, I believe all, right. that all so, demons are the unification of Satan. So, th- so there aren't just uh, multiple different demons, even no, no, though no. they're. I'm but not even, a poly but if you look demonist. at the the canon of demons, you know, even that uh, they all have different names, but they're all just they're all like, different facets of the one true, of the one true Lord dark of Lord. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I believe in, uh, I guess, uh, you know, I'm a polytheist when it comes to the underworld. All right. You know, I worship them all. Why not? <laughs> Ball. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, what do you have here for the second story? <laughs> Is 
It's kind of like a. Uh, this was sent in by Bill, who's uh, 38, and he's a plumber from Dayton, Ohio. Hmm. Sounds which like is a, a great demographic. Randy Newman song, by the way, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and he says they need Porter Johns in China, which is something you'd expect a plumber to say. Actually, you'd think he would say they need full full plumbing, you know, yeah. plumbing, like indoor, an actual sanitation system, sanitation, toilets, flush, sewer system, everything. Keep them in business. I thought they just shit in a hole in the ground anyway. In China? Yeah. That's yeah. Well, listen to this story. All right. Your theories will be proven out. Uh, I guess I'll just get into it. This is one of those stories where it's. I always like to come into it from the side, sort of catch the listeners off guard. But there's no way to do it with this story. So what are you, you're going to give it. You're going to deliver a linear narrative. I have to. I mean, I came back from vacation and the story's it's bested me. The first one. Maybe I'm just off my game, but I can't figure it out. So I'm just gonna. It's gonna be linear, people. You'll you'll get back in the groove. I think mid story. <laughs> I'm going to twist it around in the middle. I don't know. I'm always waiting for the wackily surprise. Well, I will ask you to do one thing. Can you play like uh, a bed, a musical bed of Benny Hill music to this? <laughs> I think it would be a good accompaniment. If I can find it, I will. All right. If you don't have to, that's fine. Or if you can't, that's fine. Uh, a woman dropped her cell phone into a cesspool in Xinjiang City in China. Uh, and a cesspool is a giant pit that they are all shit into. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So it's a communal hole that they shit yeah. into. In a, in the West, <laughs> sometimes we'll be like, you know, I don't want to go to D's apartment. Why not? Because it's a cesspool. And by which we mean there's dust bunnies everywhere and the toilet has pubes all over it and your Refuse. dirty clothes are strewn yeah. everywhere. And when you go into the kitchen, there's like a weird food stench that you can't quite place decomposing hooker wrapped in a carpet well oh wait the story see now you're upstaging the story with bullshit yeah facts that don't aren't true there's no decomposing hooker in your apartment she's in the garage by the prius yeah exactly i'm talking about your apartment but this is a real cesspool it's like a pool of cess which is just Filth. filth yeah true filth Shit and piss, tampons, uh, whatever the goo that's on a tampon is called. Just refuse. I mean, this is yeah. uh, this is uh, excreta. Right. Like once in a while, uh, a person has sort of like a clandestine childbirth that goes in there. What What I don't understand about this is it just a big, massive hole that they just stick their asses over and expel their waste. I guess. I or mean, what's the ledge? What's the ledge it? situation like? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> she dropped her cell phone into it, right? Well, so I don't she think she. Peeing. If she dropped her, if she was peeing and dropped her cell phone into the bucket, she wouldn't like dump the bucket into the pool and then fi- she would. You know, you know, see what I'm saying? So they must be hanging their asses over it. Was she going number one or number two? <laughs> it doesn't say. A wee wee or a stinky. You never know with girls because they're always sitting down, and they they're always be, so they're look, so sneaky with the flush and all that too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they usually do them both like simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I don't think they just go for one or the other. I if I was if I was going to sit down, I would just do it every time. At least try and get out a little nugget. Yeah, why not? I mean, you're the holes are so close together, and you're sitting down. It, I mean, the only reason I don't shit yeah. when I piss is because I'm standing up. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I would love... I mean, if there was a toilet, I guess, right beneath me, I probably would do them both at the same time. But <laughs> you have to take your pants all the way down. <laughs> you don't do that when you go to the urinal. <laughs> so your ideal male toilet would be like, you go stand up and, and you take your pants all the way down. There's a urinal in front of you. And then there's like a wall right behind you with like a shit catcher. Yeah. Why not? And you just kind of extend the wall. <laughs> I think you might be onto something there. You should call that company like patents your inventions. I, well, I just like the idea of it. I don't have to sit on a toilet. I don't have to use the uh, that that pad. You know, they the, instead of the toilet paper, they have that like that thin paper that you that yeah. the guard, the sandy guard or whatever it is. Oh, so you're not going to wipe it all? No, I'd use toilet paper. I'm just saying I don't have to put that layer of paper over the toilet. I would just pull my oh, pants the, down. The necklace thing. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. You know, how you, instead of building a nest like we used to right. do with toilet paper, they had just yeah, have yeah. that that paper. Yeah. Uh. Back to the story. That's how Slenderman goes to the bathroom, by the way. <laughs> Slenderman shits are super thin and long. It's like one of those uh, firework snakes. A little bloody. It smells the same, too. Yeah. I'm going to write that down so when I write my Slenderman story. <laughs> That's how you... Uh, never mind. <laughs> Oh, no, you can call for Slenderman by uh, lighting off those firework snakes <laughs> and saying some chant about it being his shits, and then he'll like come out from the woods. Be like, those are my shits. Those are my shits. I'm slender. <laughs> it's, we're not, that's your story. All right, I'm sorry. Story now. Okay. Cell a phone. woman in China dropped her cell phone into a giant shit pit that she was shitting in. She wasn't dumping a bucket of her own shit into it. She was actually hanging her ass over the thing and shitting, and she dropped her cell phone into it. Okay? She was dumping. The South China Morning Post, which is a newspaper that's local to the area, says that the woman's husband climbed down into the open pit toilet to collect the phone <laughs> because it was worth about 300 American dollars. You know, you know what you can buy with three hundred American dollars? A toilet. <laughs> I mean, the plumbing least, is extra, but at least the start. You could at least rent a Porta John. When you have a three hundred dollar phone and you're like playing Candy Crush as you hang your ass over a giant open fucking <laughs> hole of other people's waste, you might want to reconsider your spending priorities. Yeah. No, at that point, you really should think about it. I mean, you should really just, mm. you know, decide to maybe save your money and invest in, like, a Portageon. Right. I mean, maybe she was, like, using the internet functions to apply for a job or something on the phone as she was shitting uh, so she could move into a place with indoor with plumbing. Indoor plumbing. I mean, in I, which what, case, not, who am I to judge? Why not invest in a pair of Depends? <laughs> They're called Depend. Okay, Depend. Uh, moving on. So he went down to get the phone because it's $300. I mean, that's like a year's wages for this guy, right? And his wife drops it in the fucking giant communal cesspool. Can you yeah. imagine? I mean, he's got a, a lot of egg rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he works at a Chinese American restaurant in China. Probably does. That's what he selling, does. He... Making egg rolls and selling them to Chinese people. <laughs> he probably works, you know, he probably works at a chopstick factory. <laughs> he probably, you know, honestly, he probably works at a cell phone factory. 
Yeah, and Making he probably got her the for phone. Americans. But he probably got her the phone. Like he saved up a month, you know, two months' wages to buy right. his wife this phone for her birthday. Yeah, he makes like three million a day, but it took him two months to buy this one. And this ungrateful tart drops it in the cesspool while playing Candy Crush. <laughs> I told you to never use it on the toilet. <laughs> Girls do this all the time. They always drop their phone in the toilet. Yeah, they actually, have you ever done it? Not, you know, I never have, but I it, it gives me a lot of joy when someone else does. Mm. Girl, the girls like to do this thing now, uh, and I see the younger girl, the girls with the really tight jeans on. Not that I'm looking, but uh, they put this the, their giant cell phone in their in their, their tight pocket. little tiny back pocket. And I'm yeah. like, how do you not sit on? Forget that it's there and sit on it. But I guess their jeans are so tight that they can feel it back there the whole time. Yeah, and then when they when they pull their pants down to use the toilet, they're usually hovering. That's when it drops in. Well, they hover, and then it, it falls in. Yeah, and then they have to take it out. And then they Off put the it in a bag water with that rice. their own piss is in, and yeah. they put it in a bag of rice. Exactly. No, they, they do this. this. And it's it's funny because they'll, they'll be like, oh, I dropped it in some water. And like, or I got water on my phone. Oh, really? You dropped it in the toilet. Right. They don't want to They don't ever say it. that, though, because they don't want to talk about their and toilet. And they're embarrassed. Functions. Well, but if you're in China and your wife's shitting in a giant open pit of like a ton of people's shit, <laughs> she's not going to go down and get it. You got to go down and get it. So he goes down to get the toilet. And I don't know if he, it's like eight feet down the sides of this <laughs> giant pothole of feces. I'm picturing like the pit of Sarlacc, but with just feces. As in am the I. Middle. Yeah. Instead of huge, teeth and tongues. Yeah. It's just. So he goes down there, but he's overcome by the stench, and he loses consciousness and falls in. You see where the Benny Hill music comes in here. Yeah, that would work right now. Without a break, the South China Morning Post reports that the man's mother reportedly jumped in after her son, but she also fainted. Meaning that, like, she came on this track to get the the phone, or, or were they all just there watching his wife shit to begin with? Yeah, I don't get it either. So when they faint, do they just get sucked into the the sludge? I think it's more like the situation where uh, somebody's ice fishing in the uh, you know in the Midwest, and somebody's ice fishing and the ice is not very thick, and the guy's a moron, but so he's out there anyways, and like he falls in, and you're you can see him there, and you're like, well, I guess so. Somebody should go out and try and get him. Even though he's like within sight distance, but nobody was on. And then you go out there, and, and then like that yeah, person falls breaks. in. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, how deep is the cesspool? That's what I'm wondering. It doesn't say. I, I wish there was a diagram. I'm I'm just picturing. I'm envisioning quicksand, like quicksand, but it's just it's all poo. I'm envisioning like, uh, you know, like a six foot deep, and maybe. 18 feet wide so the angle of repose of the dirt is kind of like 45 degrees yeah like going down and at the bottom there's maybe like a 12 foot diameter surface of filth so you but i mean do you say it's 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 six feet deep but maybe a foot deep of just a pure like feces oh once you get down into it no once you get down into it and i'm thinking that's like at least three or four or five feet deep okay so four feet deep of uh filth and then there's some kind of boards that are laid across the 18 foot diameter hole where people walk out onto the board and there's holes in the board and that's where you sort of sit and dangle your feet over it and you unload into the hole 
Hmm. I mean, I don't want to become too graphic, but I think it just did. <laughs> That's why I think it works. You've, uh, you've romanticized the idea of the Chinese toilet. <laughs> Rural Chinese toilet. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to offend any of the high-powered Beijing Chinese people or Hong Kong people. So anyways, the mom goes down. So now, right now you've got the wife on the side of the pit worrying about her phone. Her husband and his mother are both now down in – you know, at the water's edge, as they say, unconscious from the overpowering stench. Neighbors were called for help. My husband and my mother-in-law are at the bottom of the shit pit and are unconscious. <laughs> so she calls them, the neighbors. They run over. Would you run over if your neighbors are like, my my boyfriend and his mom are trapped in my toilet? Yeah, with my cell phone video them. camera on. I'll save them. So the neighbor, the neighbors run over. They also lost consciousness as they went down to try and save the two people who were there. Several other people were injured in an attempt to help those victims. So it's it's like a chain of eighteen people. Well, what I don't understand is, do they not have a rope? Maybe you just lower someone in there with a rope, and pull them out when they uh, pass out from the fumes. One of the neighbors says the smell the smell was too strong. I lost consciousness before I could see anything, which I think some of these people are faking. Are you, do you think they're – I made an attempt. I lost consciousness. Right. I don't want to Yeah, yeah. I mean like the husband went all the way down there. Like he was within like six inches of reaching the phone because I assume the phone's floating on the top of the filth. And yep. then the mom, obviously, she's balls to the wall, fully committed trying to save her son. She goes all the way down. Another neighbor goes all the way down, loses consciousness. Another neighbor goes all the way down. Like the fifth neighbor's like – goes like six inches down. It's like, oh, I'm passing out. And then just is like playing possum. Well, I mean, if you think about it, his he doesn't have the incentive that the the husband or the mother in law had. No, I mean the husband, just, if he just, ever hopes just to get like any good ass morals again, and humanity, he needs to get that phone. Right. The mother wanted to save her son. The neighbor at right. this point is just like, yeah, I tried. Right. But he doesn't want to like just say I don't, I don't want to try. So he pretends to try and then pretends to pass out. That's what I would do. I would have done the same thing. Other neighbors who didn't even want to try it, they did find a rope and use it to haul the people out. Okay, so someone <laughs> did have a rope. Which I, are these people like fucking Roy Rogers? How do you just use a like like people are at the bottom of this deep shit pit and you just have a rope and you're like, how do you haul them out without going down there and tying the rope around them? Unless you're some type of a lasso master. Do they not have a fire department in rural China? <laughs> no, of course not. Well, how do they, they this uh, people neighbors? They just neighbors just come out. All right. Yeah, if your house is on fire, you 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 scream at the top of your lungs, "My house is on fire!" And then your neighbors bring over like chamber pots of their own piss and throw it on the fire. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's community. They work out for each other. You know, we could use a little more of that in our civil, so-called civilized society. That is a true community. You know, like when I come back from China, I'm going to be like. When I get my communist uh, party pass, man, I'm moving there, brother. Well, that's you know people you care about each another. other, not like that's here. What they do in China. I lost my cell phone in the giant shit pit when I was there, and the whole neighborhood went down to get it for me, man. Eighteen people died, but I got my cell phone back, <laughs> which is what happened. To get to the end of the story, they did get some of the people out. The husband and the mother both had pulses, 
Uh, actually, they do have they do have emergency responders, but they took an hour to get there. And when they did get there, the husband and the mother in law had pulses. But uh, by the time they got to the hospital and started to work on them, uh, they were dead. Well, who wants to give them CPR? That's the last you, person I want to get mouth to mouth to. You just use some antibiotic wipes. You're covered in shit. No antibiotic wipes. Yeah, not not going to get CPR. Ask Jeffrey. I, I doubt he would be down with it. Slenderman would do it. <laughs> Slenderman, he's a yeah. So didn't didn't something similar just happen in uh, Tiananmen Square in '89? <laughs> yeah, it just happened in '89. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, didn't something similar happen in '89 to Tiananmen Square? Yeah, they didn't have cell phones back then, but uh, like I had a I guess a original Game Boy to that system, <laughs> and it fell in the cesspool. Thing. Fell in the cesspool. Tiananmen. It's actually a. Uh, it's a, a square. Oh, it's That's a what square. Tiananmen Square okay, was. So it's it's a, a, it was a, a square. That's why it was famous because it was it was a perfect square shaped. But that's where everybody shit in this big square puddle. Hmm. Yeah. And then they had to bring in all these uh, bulldozers to reform the square sides. And then like some guy was like, "No, you shall not pass because my Game Boy is in there, and I don't want you guys to." dig around the edges and possibly bury the game boy. And that's where the famous picture comes from. The guy's like saying, the stop the bulldozers. Do not redig the square, the puddle out because I have to get my game boy out first. And then you guys can totally cruise in and redig it. I had no idea what it was all about. I knew it had something to do with a, uh, well, no, because, uh, the Chinese government, they, the Chinese government blocks, they suppress all the information. It was embarrassing for them yeah. because, there was like, you know, the problem, they're supposed to be so efficient and there's this problem with coordination. Like it's embarrassing that one of the Chinese people like would drop his Game Boy into the toilet. Uh, so they, they've, they pretend like it never happened and that's why it's hard to, to find any figure out the history of it. Yeah. yeah. You, you would think they, you know, the Chinese government would install Porter Johns in Beijing, but apparently not. So the lesson learned here is it just let your cell phone sink in the shit and don't, Go try to retrieve it, or is it's not it worth? It's not save worth your, your pennies and your mother and buy a toilet. <laughs> I don't know. No. Maybe just don't live in China. Yeah, I think that's the lesson. Don't live in China. Uh, people, send your stories to stick around podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. We got a few phone calls here to get to. Um, 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh... Remember, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, uh, before you left for the European vacation, 
Uh, some girl called in with a story about a trailer trash wedding, but it was cut off. And I asked her to yeah, call I back in. Yeah, I remember that. We wondered about it, right? Well, she called back in, and here, here's the, the actual story. Hey, Dean Lance. This is Kristen from Canada, phoning uh, about the trailer park story. Uh, I, I was invited to a wedding in Rutland, uh, which is a little place in Kelowna, B.C., and um, there was there was this trailer park that was down in between these two, like, gorgeous hills, like, mountain-type, like, ravines. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, it was gorgeous. They go down, and it's this trashy trailer park. We were invited to a wedding that was in the park, at the trailer park, which it was just a park. And there were these really drunk people that were standing at the front, and there was this one girl. She was probably in her late 50s, wearing, like, this summer dress, because Kelowna gets pretty hot. And she kept lifting up the front of her dress, and she had no panties on. And she kept saying, I'm so happy you guys are getting married. I love you guys. I can feel the love. <laughs> Wasn't this from an episode of Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> it could be. I, mean, I, I mean, think it's it sounds Canada. Amazing. It's a trailer park. Do you think I would? Uh, I would rescind my ban on going to weddings if this was the kind of wedding I could go to. Do you think Bubbles was getting married here? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, w- I would love to go to this. I've never been to a wedding where the bride was flashing her vagina. No, it wasn't the bride. It was a guest. No, I thought it was the bride. Was I thought guest? she said this girl was saying she was lifting up her dress. Oh, and she saying, was saying, I'm, I'm happy so that happy. everybody's yeah. getting married. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, that would be great to go to a wedding. That's even where, better because this girl's fair game. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't go after the bride unless you're that type of guy. But you got to so say, you know how like people all these, we, you know, we talk about you go to weddings and uh, you think you're going to get laid. Well, you're you probably do. going to get laid with this girl. You have a, you have a pretty, the odds are in your favor. She's not even with this girl, but if this girl is at the wedding and is pretty much being accepted, then you know that like even the other girls at the wedding are probably good to go. Yeah. No, this, this is that uh, type of thing. The girls that attend these trailer park weddings in Canada are loose. I kind of like where this is going. That's what we're saying. It was so funny. They rode it on bikes, which were not nice bikes. They were, you know, they were like pieces of <laughs> Dirt shit bikes. bikes. Oh, and then in the middle of the ceremony, this guy drives by in like this really, really old, rusted out Trans Am, something like old, like 90s techno in his car. It was awesome. It was epic. I, got- I hope they videotape this because I'd love to see it. I like how you and I pretend that this isn't like exactly the same type of people, maybe one degree below exactly what that we grew up with. No, I, I mean, the, we went to high school with people like people like this. Right. We had friends that drove these bitching Camaros, much like yeah. this, you know, from that listened to shitty techno music in the 90s or yeah. or hair metal. Right. I mean, the, the trailer parks. You shouldn't be putting on airs. No, I'm not. I'm not judging. And in fact, I would love to. I would just like to experience this wedding. Out of there before the reception, because it can be a pretty rowdy place. So I got the hell out of there. I didn't want to stick around and see what happened, but pretty what? good time. Keep it sick. Keep it rough. All right. Bye. I I definitely if if the ceremony was that great, why wouldn't you stay for the reception? Well, because she's a single girl. 
Yeah, she probably could have gotten laid. Got at least a couple phone numbers. <laughs> For girls, that's a different prospect. Probably could have got <laughs> raped is, is, you know, what, what correctly was probably going through her head. I probably could have got raped. That's why I'm leaving. What type of liquor do you think was, uh, was available here? Come on, dude. <laughs> SoCo. How do you say that in Bob Madigan? Southern Comfort. Do they Soco. drink that in Canada? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they probably. A lot do. of Soco. I imagine. And, and also, not only were they drinking Soco, but they thought that it was fancy. Labats? You think they had Labats? Yeah, but beer is. I mean, that's like the water. And they're like, of course, there's gonna be Labats, but we got some Soco. I bet you at least one person, one guy, probably the guy in the bitchin' Camaro had some Jaeger. Somebody had some Jaeger. Canadian Club? Yep, Canadian Club was also probably drank at this wedding. Anyway, I would have stayed for at least like the first part of the reception just to see what kind of food there's. Oh, there. I would have stayed for the whole thing. I'm not a woman. Yeah, but she's I probably as with long a as date. I, as long as I could have. She's probably with a convert. date. Or she might have been there with her brother or something. That's what no. I want to know. Why no, 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 were no, no, you no. at this wedding? Come on, dude. Context. If she was there with a date, she would have made – she would have stayed there for the whole thing and been like, you know, my date wanted to leave, but I made him I made him stay there with me because I wanted to see the whole thing that happened. She clearly was there with, like, her other girlfriends, and they, and they said, like, well, this is not going to be good if we stick around. I want to know the connection, though, to the, uh, the couple getting married. Cousins. <clears throat> Distant high school friend that still would invite you to their wedding. Hmm. Neighbor. <laughs> Neighbor. But she didn't, you know, did she live in the trailer park herself? No. I don't know. Well, who knows? Relative of neighbor? Maybe. That could be. Maybe uh, Maybe it's your brother getting married. Brother lives in the trailer park? Maybe. I don't know. You know, we could never figure we'll She, never she figure called out back the with the, the second part. Oh. Hi, it's Krista from Canada again. Uh, I just called in about the trailer park story. I also called in about a guy going down on you and he shaved, and you guys were all talking about his stuff. I just wanted to make a couple comments. First of all, I am freaky. I like to be tied up. I like role play. I like to be whipped. I like it all different types of ways. I just don't like a guy when he's got a beard or whiskers because it just doesn't feel good down there. If I'm shaving, which I always am, just because it looks better. It just everything is better. So no, it's not. Not Bridget. So anyway, keep it keep it wrong. But bye. What do you think she looks like? I don't know. Like yeah, but do you Morris think she that? sounds hot? I think she huh? sounds kind of hot. Yeah, I mean, I come on. I grew up on. Uh, you can't do that on television. And, like, had massive crushes on all those Canadian girls. So, to me, like, hearing her voice, she looks like one of those girls. You know, I grew up on Kids in the Hall, and those girls were beautiful. I mean, when... Dude, after the show, I need to tell you something about those girls. Yeah, they were hot, especially the short one, but... That's uh, not what I was going to tell you. Okay. Well, we can talk about which ones you thought were hot, too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Canadians are attractive. Canadian, you know, Canadian chicks are attractive. Um, apparently, they're not... They, you know they don't they don't like bushes, which uh, Wackerly does not agree with. And they don't like some of them. Clearly, do like facial hair because so many Canadian guys have facial hair. Some of those guys must be getting laid. Well, I think she's this girl's definitely free. I think this girl lives in the trailer park personally because uh, she's a little wacky. She's crazy. She's Randy, but she likes to be tied up, spanked, 
you know, gets a little kinky. So she's shaved down there. But as I, soon as you have a goatee or whatever, it's all off. I, you know what I think Legs it is? Crossed. I think the soul patch scratches the uh, clitoris. Hers. Yeah, I don't think she's into it. Well, she I, isn't. You know what it but is? It's not a universal law. You know what I think it is? Most of the girls that you're probably giving uh, cunnilingus to probably have huge labia. And I think if you have, if you have large labia... It probably it protects the inner parts of the vagina. So from the majora uh, the or minora, the outer labia. I forget majora. And majora. Does it cover the clitoris? Yeah, I'm just saying it's a, there's padding there that can deal with the scruff. Because I mean, that's more, you're talking about the clitoral hood, I believe. Yeah, like like this girl probably has a petite, you know, vagina. It's it's smaller. It doesn't look like, you know, uh, lasagna. Keep digging. <laughs> I agree with her. I, you know, this is my point on it. I think uh, you don't like dudes to eat you out with a big. No, I'm, this is my point. I'm saying my contention. You said you agree with her. No, my contention is that most girls don't like to be eaten out by a guy with a beard because it scratches them down there. It's it right. doesn't feel. When good. you say you agree with her, I mean it seems like some guy's tossing your salad. No, I'm I'm saying I I can understand where she's coming from on that because in my experience. Most girls, like well, if I haven't again, shaved you say in your experience, well, if I haven't shaved, your ass in, eaten? no, if I haven't shaved in three to four days, and I go down to go down there to give cunnilingus to a girl, she's gonna she does usually doesn't like it as much. She's like you're scratchy, it hurts. Maybe it's your technique. No, I think it's just, it's it's like what are you just sandpaper. jamming your your chin up into it? You're supposed to use your tongue, dude, and your lips. I know, but it it brushes against the vaginal area. That's what I'm saying. You need to be nimble. No, you're, you need to be clean shaven. Go down there. Shave for your lady, and then you'll go, go get to dine downtown. I think that's the way it works. You think. <laughs> um, here's a second call. Uh, this is from a celebrity. I'm sure this celebrity shaves before he eats his girlfriend out. Dave Simon and Lance Wackley. This is Morgan Freeman. See? I've been listening to your podcast. This is white Morgan Freeman. People calling in about Christopher Walken. <laughs> Morgan Freeman so doesn't like Christopher Walken. Christopher Morgan Walken Freeman always has a goatee. Doesn't matter anymore. Morgan Freeman does not have a goatee. Yes, he does. All right. After the show, I'm going to Google a picture of Morgan Freeman. I don't think he has a goatee. <laughs> okay. Nobody gives a shit about Christopher Walken. It's all about me, baby. Hmm. I didn't but know don't that. Don't worry. I didn't know there was a rivalry. As soon as I pull my dick, my nine-inch black cock, out of their mama's asses. Peace. Well, that's interesting. There's a couple things. I didn't know that Morgan Freeman had this rivalry with Christopher Walken. I also didn't Well, they've know... never been in a movie together. Have they? That's a good point. I also he didn't know... He wasn't in Pulp uh... Fiction, right? No, Morgan Freeman was not. And Christopher Walken wasn't in Shawshank Redemption. No, he was not. Those are the only two movies <laughs> that either one ever of those guys have been in. So, yeah, because I guess they, they haven't been movies together. with each other. They must hate each other's guts. I also didn't know that uh, Morgan Freeman had a nine-inch dick. I suspected. Just because he's a black guy? No, I mean the voice, the swagger. Deep voice, yeah. He probably Driving Miss Daisy. Dick. The fact that nobody was fucking with him in prison. Yeah, that's true. Red. Yeah. Yeah. Right to get things for people. 
Um, right. Didn't Morgan Freeman, was he a womanizer? Or am I thinking of Bill Cosby? <laughs> I think Bill, uh, I think Bill Cosby has been accused of that. Yes. Do you think Bill Cosby is a nine inch dick? No, I wouldn't think so. No? But she has an average human sized dick, you know, five and a half inches soft or, you know, what? Six and a half hard. You know, this, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I watched the Cosby show. I watched Fat Albert. I never once contemplated the size of Bill Cosby's penis till right now. Yeah, neither have I. It's interesting. What do, you, what do you think it's big? Yeah, I would think he's a big guy. Yeah, I, but fat people don't have big dicks. It, it gets swallowed up by the... Yeah, uh, he's a tall guy, and he's a black guy. I think Bill is Cosby, Cosby is a tall? Dick. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. He's a big guy. You look at him. Oh. He's like... Uh, I've seen him standing next to basketball players. He's a big guy. Have you? What, are you stalking him? No, I've seen pictures of him next to uh, other <laughs> celebrities. What, are you Google stalking him? <laughs> you you read like... something about Bill Cosby, you'll see it. I mean, look, look, at, look at Camille. What, are you reading now? It's look, ridiculous. Ca- look at Camille Cosby. Who the fuck is Camille Cosby? His wife. <laughs> you are Google stalking him. Look at Felicio Rashad. Felicio? His wife from the show. <laughs> she had huge hair. Big hair. Right, but I just assume in all the shows, like, some people are standing on boxes and other people are walking in trenches. You can't trust the heights. Eddie Murphy said, uh, girls have big afros because when guys, when black guys bone them, their hair just goes, Whoo! And I think that's what happened with Felicia Rashad and Camille Cosby. They both have big hair. Yeah, but how does that mean he has a big dick? Because their hair just stands on end when they see that huge Bill Cosby dick. Right, but Eddie Murphy just said it's when black guys fuck them, not when black guys with big dicks fuck them. Bill Cosby's a black man. Right. He's got a big dick. Makes it's, It scares his wife, frightens his wife. That's why she has an afro. Okay. I don't know if I believe it, but I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Argue it with Eddie Murphy. He's the one who said it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Bill Cosby. Can we get Eddie Murphy on the show? I think it'd be really good for ratings. You know, I hope Eddie Murphy listens to this show, calls in, and lets us know whether or not Bill Cosby has a bigger dick than he does. And do the donkey voice. That would be nice, too. Because it's the last thing you've done that anybody remembers (laughs) that is under 40 years old. All right, we got one more call to get to. And uh, then we got to get out of here. Hey, Dylans. It's Jessica from New Mexico. And I just listened to Podcast 430 when you were talking about the veterinary clinic. And I just want to say that I worked as a vet assistant for about a year, and now I'm in vet tech school. And you got and you were asking the question on why wouldn't I just go be a regular nurse. And you got to ask the question, would you rather wipe shit from an old person's ass or would you rather get shit on by a dog? I'd rather get you. She say shit on by a duck. <laughs> dog. She said dog. Okay. Did, didn't it sound shit on by a duck? You live in L.A. and you haven't figured out the Latina accent yet. Yeah, but th- I think she said duck. Are you segregating yourself down there? No, I. Amongst you know, the white I, enclaves. No, I embrace Latin Latin culture. She said dog. A dog. She, it sounded like she said duck. A dog. Are you saying that Latin people don't like ducks? No, a dog. Well, I'm sure they have both. Not my dog. And we don't get as way as much recognition that we deserve. We put up with 
crazy rich white people's annoying complaining all the damn time. That's like, all rich white people do. They're all fix, fix fluffy. And we do. And we give them instructions on how to make your dog better. And they district. Okay, we guys stand corrected. She said dog there, so. She's probably saying okay. you shit on by dog. Right. Start all of them. They don't listen to a single thing. And they come back a week later yelling at you because their dog died when it was their fault. <laughs> well, and you are the we don't get paid nearly as much as a regular nurse. <laughs> and we. Isn't that your job to save this dog's life? <laughs> what if people don't take the advice? Yeah, but uh, she's going I mean, from. don't you follow? Don't they call you and then you do a follow up? You're like, oh, is your dog okay? Okay, great. You're, you know, doing what Hide you told out in their you closet, to do. Make sure that they're doing the right thing. Pop yeah, out. but I mean, if they, I told you not to do that. If you do an operation on the dog, you say, hey, you know, you know, give this dog Diasporin and uh, change his bandage once a day. Did and you then, go to they, vet they, then they call and they say, hey, the dog's sick. I um, want you to be like, okay, bring the dog in. And I'll fix him up again. Did you use the Neosporin? Well, not really. The fucking dog can die then. <laughs> I think that's, that's I the attitude. Yeah. She's pissed that she got shit on by the dog. No, no, no. She... You really don't listen to anybody that calls into the show, do you? No, I'm saying she's upset because they're not listening to her instructions. You didn't she's upset that she doesn't get paid or, or, or recognized enough for the work that she does. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like, you know what? You're there to save animals. Do your job. Do your fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> way more than that but oh well but the thing is is i don't have the risk of getting hiv and that's what keeps me going because uh hello monkeys yeah. <laughs> last <laughs> time i checked monkeys are in the realm of veterinarians and that's where aids comes from yeah didn't the monkeys start the hiv yeah. Like that they, I mean they initiated the, the, the aids nobody ever asked who the monkey got it from did like the monkey fuck a bird I don't think it was. Or a shrimp. I yeah, I didn't, you know, I don't know where that came from. I mean, it must have everybody, been. Everybody, always, everybody blames, like, the mystery gay guy who fucked a monkey and got AIDS. But, no, the, I think the monkey fucked the mystery gay guy. <sighs> Who's fucking who? Well, somebody. That's not what I'm talking about. But, like, who was the who fucking who in the monkey world? Yeah, I wonder what the monkey. I bet you the monkey stuck his dick in some kind of weird fruit. A koala? Oh, you, th- you think it was trans, not only like trans species, but you think it was trans, like, I, what's the difference I, between a vegetable, a vegetable and like a human? Yeah. Like trans, and then, like, like, uh, and then, like the, the vegetable fucked a rock. No, I, th- I think like a, an insect spread and infected the, the vegetable and the, uh, or a cantaloupe. And then the monkey came around and was like, sweet, that cantaloupe looks like a monkey vagina. Oh. I'm going to stick my dick in it. And You're then, saying the vegetable is just a transference medium. Yeah, from like some kind of weird insect. That's my oh. theory. Okay. And then uh, then some gay guy was like, sweet, that monkey's got a huge dick. How and do you know the gay guy it. didn't fuck the cantaloupe also? And that theory. could have happened, I guess, yeah. It's a theory. Not he, in, he, like, not he's in like, my wow, there's a, there's a sexy hole in that cantaloupe. I wonder what made that hole. Actually, I don't even care. I just want to fuck it. Are you saying like gay guys are into fruits? <laughs> but there's a. Are we done with the call or not? Yeah, she doesn't keep his name wrong by. Oh, but there's a there's a thought experiment. 
buried in that. I don't think she intended it, but would you rather be shit on by a, or would you rather not even be shit? Would you rather wipe an old person's ass or be shit on by a dog? Oh, that dog. Yeah, shit on by a dog all day long. I don't want to. Dogs should just walk by me all day and just shit on my arm. It's still if I didn't have to walk. If I did not have to wipe one old person's ass for the rest of my life. The thing is, I mean, dogs are cute. So when they shit, yeah, it's less cute than they normally are. And they're just eating dog food, which is mostly vegetables and a little bit of horse. Whereas an old person is not cute at all. An old person and they eat just gross shit, and the shit comes out as even grosser. They've yeah, like a long life of like ingesting Bob weird, Evans. Yeah, yeah, they just go to Bob Evans Bill buffet. Naps. That's what they eat, and then they expel it all over you when you try to, you know, change their diaper. It's disgusting. You know what, vet tech? I think you should. Um, I think you know. I think you should understand that you're doing a service for animals. You're doing a service Not for, the for money. humanity. No, I mean that's Not the for thing. the recognition. Yeah, don't do it for the recognition. Do it for the animals. The love. Of the animals. She can be the official sick and wrong vet tech, though. My hat's off to this girl. Why did she answer our fucking question about a dog blood donation? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know because she's in school. She's a vet tech. (laughs) She should learn about it. Doesn't she have the book? Yeah, they should probably have a book. She should learn about it and then call in and tell us. Yeah. Call us and and, uh, do a follow-up for that. The official sick and wrong vet tech. In addition to, you know, how... Where the like dog blood bank is, I want to know where the duck blood bank is. Yeah, but make sure to enunciate <laughs> so we know the difference. <laughs> People call the Sigrong hotline at two zero six 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 three eight four six. We got to get out of here, but as always, go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate, comment, helps us out. Also, buy a T-shirt. That's what we really appreciate. You just go to the Sigrong store, sigrongpodcast.com slash store. All you have to do is just put your credit card information in there and buy like six T-shirts. And that really helps uh, Wackley and myself because we really need your money. <laughs> um, so just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store, buy a, buy a Sick and Wrong logo tee, and I'll give you six stickers because that's wow. going to validate your purchase. <laughs> he used to be five. <laughs> yeah, six. I, I raised it. Sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Is actually, this song has been chosen by Wackerly. I had a song in mind because I had this anecdote. But you know what? I don't give a shit about that anecdote. Wackerly well, wait, has I a much better my song. anecdote about this song. Well, that, that's the thing. You have a much better song. So, therefore, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is, uh, is yours. You got the floor. I forgot what it's called. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh... I had something clever to say, but uh, all I know now is that when I was in Italy, I turned on Italian TV and it was like Italian HBO and the uh, remake of the Three Stooges by the Farrelly Brothers came on in Italian and I watched all of it without understanding a word, but it was great. And at the end, I noticed that they did that song, It's a it's Shame. It's a Shame. You know, It's a the, Shame, the way you mess around with my, my heart. Right, but they did it in the voices of the Three Stooges. Who who played the Three Stooges in that movie? Uh, Will Sasso played Curly Howard, and the guy who played the gay friend in Will and Grace I played Larry Fine. Talking about uh, did a great job, and then some guy that I don't recognize, but my girlfriend said that he was like in uh, Special Victims Unit or something, played Mo. Hmm. 
But so they do this song. So this is a cover of the song It's a Shame by the I Three think the, Stooges, I think the though. reason they do the song It's a Shame because there's that part where they go, uh, it's a shame the way you hurt me. And the Three Stooges are all about hurting each other. That's the link. Oh, that, okay, that's the link. That that explains why they do it. But they do this. They do the song in their voice, like they're doing it in character. The Three Stooges voices. Yeah, but it's it's guys that aren't even the original Three Stooges. So these guys playing the Three well, Stooges. Well, because the original Three Stooges are dead. I mean, it'd be great if they could get the original Three Stooges to do the song, but you can't do that. So you have to get guys who are good at impersonations to impersonate the Three Stooges, and then but also do the song. It's a shame that we have to get guys to impersonate other guys. That well, you know uh, what's a shame? <laughs> is that they can fucking use technology to make a fucking hologram of fucking Tupac and now Michael, and Michael Jackson, Jackson. But they can't fucking break off a couple dollars. I mean, should we start a Kickstarter to get holograms of fucking Moe and Curly? And I, throw shrimp in there. I don't give a shit. Larry Fine, the non-Howard stooge. Yeah, bring back the, use the real Stooges. You'd think we have technology to do that now. You knew who else did an original song that I noticed that rolled over the credits? Who? Iggy Pop. <laughs> oh, Iggy Pop, because the, oh, the Stooges. You're right. Did an it, original it song. Stoo- it was an original Stooges song, an original Iggy song. No, an, he did. He created an original song for the movie and sings it over the credits. Well, he was a fan of the show. Of course. Okay. Well, who so, isn't? Yeah, no, it's a great show. There you go. We're gonna end the song, end the show here. Second wrong song of the week. It's a shame by the Three Stooges. Wackily, it's good to have you back, back Thank in you. action. All right, I'm going on vacation again next week. Uh, people Three will be months. back with episode at four thirty six. Till then, take it sleazy. I'll be back, you fuckers. Why didn't you say so? <laughs> It's a shame the way you mess around with your man. It's a shame the way you hurt me. It's a shame the way you mess around with your man. You're like a child at play on a sunny day. But you play with love and then you throw it away. Why do you use me? Try to confuse me.
Yeah, when I first lost my virginity, I uh, took I was a sophomore in high school, I was seventeen, and took her in the late room and had boned her in the uh, yeah in the weight room. So <laughs> beat that on school campus. 